Disability Talks with Shane, talking all things disability. Today I'm chatting with Perry Cross and Tom Ray from Accessible Homes Australia, who invest in and provide specialist disability housing apartments to Australians participating in the NDIS under this SDA program. Welcome to the podcast, Tom and Perry. Hey, Shane. How are you? Thanks, Shane. Thank you. Firstly, can you please tell us a bit about yourselves? Yeah. Hez, I'll, let yep. you, I'll let you go. Yeah. Sorry. Um, so we started Eco 4 Home Australia probably about three years ago now, um, purely out of a need for um, my own sort of uh, housing problems and challenges I was facing. And um, I guess to give you a bit of background, I've been a quadriplegic um, since the rugby accident in 1994, and I'm a deeply ventilated quadriplegic. So I rely on someone to support me around the clock, and um, you know, I've got a high level disability, and um, I've been supported by my family living in the community for a long period of time. And I um, obviously heard about the NDIS rolling out across Australia, like everyone with disability probably has now um, had some experience with NDIS. And I saw the opportunity for special disability accommodation, which is a scheme inside the NDIS. And I um, mentioned it to Tom and a couple of other mates that this is something that might suit me. And I went about this process of trying to find a house and some accommodation and went down a few other ones, looking at different options. And um, to cut a long story short, um, we set up Accessible Homes. Um, our first pilot project was an apartment building in Broadbeach that I now live in. Um, and it came with a, a lot of challenges and obstacles. Um, I won't try and make, make it sound like it an easy process. But the outcome has been amazing. I've lived in now an apartment that's fully um, voice controlled and accessible and has, has all sorts of different features that allow me the independent choice and control over things like the air conditioning and the TV channels and the, you know, all those things that for the last 25 years I've never been able to do by myself or always had to. Ask someone else to do it for me. So, um, accessible homes is, is great in the way that, um, we've sort of gotten our pilot right and now we're rolling out, um, more um, apartments across the Gold Coast at the moment. So, um, and I might let Tom explain a bit more about what we're doing on the Gold Coast. Sure. Um, yeah, so Shane, um, Perry and I have been mates for a long time. We went to school together. We used to play rugby together before Perry's injury. And um, and we've also been involved with um, Perry's foundation working together for a long time. We might be talking about that later on. But um, I have a background in property development and um, some building construction. And so Perry came to me and asked me whether or not um, I could assist him in um, uh finding an SDA outcome and solution for himself um, using a bit of my, my work background. And um, as Perry said, we we ended up um, 
achieving a home outcome for Perry in, in Broadbeach. And in doing so, we had to learn a lot about how the NDIS worked and how we could access the funding offered by um, Specialist Disability Accommodation Scheme. And to do that, we had to become a provider, um, a registered NDIS provider, which will be a, a familiar term for a lot of your listeners. Um, and that was a big process in itself. Um, and um, to do that, we had to basically form an entity or a company to, to be, become that provider. So what we found ourselves in a situation of was we'd, we'd become a provider, we'd created this great solution for Perry, and, and then we looked around um, in our local community on the Gold Coast and we saw a lot of people in Perry's network and, and people we knew who were in very similar circumstances that, um, that didn't have appropriate housing. And, um, and we felt that this, this new expertise and, and provider status that we now had might be able to be extended to some other, other people we knew. Um, and so we went out and we looked for another, another project location to build some more SDA. And we figured that, um, we could maybe also help the NDIA a little bit, um, by, um, not just building one SDA apartment in a location like we did with Perry, but, building a cluster of apartments together in, a, in the same building um, that would allow us to co-locate a care provider in that same building um, to provide some joint um, cooperative care to each of those people in that building. Um, and so that's what we refer to as our clustered SDA model. And and since we, since we sort of decided to do that, we've built um, a total of 17 places um, across two locations on the Gold Coast, one at Hope Island and then one at Palm Beach. Um, and we have different care providers that work with our tenants in each of those locations. Um, and, and then ultimately that care provider, it's not us, um, that's a care provider that's selected by the tenants themselves um, as to who they want to look after them um, in that in each of those buildings. So um, it's a great solution. It's taken a lot of people that we know from really, you know, some really unfortunate living conditions and some unsafe living conditions um, and some conditions that, you know, frankly, they shouldn't be in. You know, people um, underage, under 65 who are living in nursing homes um, have come to us. Um, there's people, I think, across Australia right now, there's 1,100 people in, in hospitals um, awaiting discharge into appropriate accommodation and, uh, and our type of accommodation provides solutions to a lot of those types of people. So. So we're really excited to create those outcomes for, for people, not just Perry, but other people like him. What services do you provide? So we focus um, predominantly on um, housing services at the moment as an SDA provider. Um, and we work with other providers that specialise you know, in supports or care supports or you know, any other services that our um, tenants might require so we can um, you know we can bring together services from um, you know different fields but we're predominantly focused on SDA services and um, and yeah particularly um, you know apartments at this stage. Yeah we provide Shane the the, the bricks and mortar as they call it the, the, the housing solution itself the building um, we, we don't provide care services, although we have really good, strong relationships with partners who do provide those care services. But ultimately, um, 
we don't believe that by putting someone in a in a home that we provide them, um, we should be, you know, in turn dictating to them what care provider they they have looking after them in that home, particular home setting. So, so we stay away from the care because we see to do the care would be somewhat of a conflict of interest for us. We stick to the building and we and provide the accommodation. And with that housing stuff, we also do units at the back of of their normal houses if they don't want to leave the parents or stuff like that? Um, we, it's a good question because a lot of people with disabilities um, feel secure with, you know, particularly family and close friends that have supported them probably throughout their whole life. Um, I know my family, you know, supported me for a very, very long period of time. Um, before I decided to, you know, buy the coop. Um, but, but I chose to be dependent um, because I saw my family needed, you know, that respite from supporting me the whole time. So um, so we, we offer choices for people that if they want to live in one of our apartments, that they can bring family to live with them. Um, that is an option for people um, or, or friends can share um, their accommodation so we predominantly provide two bedroom apartments so that one apartment is in, or sorry one bedroom is an SBA um, you know suitable room um, and then a compliant room and then the other bedroom is there for either storage or family member or, or a friend or a support worker to um, support them from so yeah we, we do work with um people to accommodate all sorts of different living arrangements. Are you just based on the Gold Coast? Yeah, at the moment. I mean, um, Tom might like to sort of um, answer <laughs> this one about where we might, where, where we might see ourselves going, but at the moment, just the Gold Coast. Yeah, we, as Perry said, we're just on the Gold Coast at the moment. Um, but we're, you know, we're very interested in rolling out to other locations. You know, SDA is not a solution for people just in our part of the world. It's right across the country. Um, there's other great providers around the country too, by the way, that um, provide the same types of solutions that we do. Um, Summer Housing, um, based down in Melbourne, have solutions all the way up and down, all the way across Australia, I think. Um, we're, we just want to get it right in our area first um, and then look to see where else we might go. I mean, what what's incredible on the Gold Coast is the response that we've got here on the coast from people. Um, there's still not enough SDA housing in this region, um, but there's a, a number of providers coming into the market to, um, to, to fill that gap. Um, we might do more in this area, or we, we might even look into some regional areas as well, um, where there might be um, people that are not being taken care of that need our type of home solution. So. So we're just taking it steady as she goes at the moment. We're getting our model right here. And then once we're comfortable and confident we've, we've got a good model, then we'll take it into other areas. But theoretically, because it's a national scheme under the NDIS, um, it could be applied anywhere across the whole country. So we'll, we'll get back to you on that one, Shane. That's fine. Um, to add to that, what support have you got from the council on all this? Um, I can talk to that if you like. Yeah, um, yeah, the, the council, um, 
recognises the same need that we've recognised. So the council has been really, really, you know, supportive, um, as have all levels of government, which is great. Um, where you do run into some trouble, um, and I'm assuming you're talking about the, the, the planning rules that are that are monitored and applied by council. I'm talking about every, well, everything. Have, yeah, everything. Um, despite the fact that I think most councils would want to help us, um, some of the systems and the and the um, bureaucracy around our type of housing is difficult for them to make work um, in their existing regimes. So um, it's a new scheme. Um, and so some of the, the rules around planning and, and processes are sort of still still evolving. Uh, but by and large, the council's been really receptive that we've experienced here. They've been great. Uh, but it's just been more a matter of getting their systems to fit what it is that we're trying to do. And I think that'll get better over time, Shane. What is the Perry Cross Spinal Research Foundation? <laughs> yeah, it's a good question, Shane. That's a good Great question. Um, I was obviously um, interested in medical research um, as a younger person. I had the opportunity to meet um, Christopher Reeve, who, when I was a kid many years ago, um, was a Superman actor. Um, and he had a spinal cord injury in a horse riding accident. And um, he sort of inspired me um, to get into solid medical research and then sadly he passed away and we sort of lost our figurehead for final, final research so I decided to set up the foundation to um, help raise money to fund medical research uh, to find a cure for paralysis for binary. So um, over the years we've done events and um, you know, soccer tools and golf days and you name it, raising funds to um, to uh, you know, fund research. We now have a lab um, that has about 35 people working at. They're very focused on um, technology that involves taking the olfactory and sheathing cells from the nerves behind the nose in the nasal cavity um, and then purifying those cells and then transplanting them into the spinal cord and seeing if we can't you know, repair the damage Area of the spinal cord, um, and we also have recently run a intensive rehabilitation trial involving five people with spinal cord injury, different levels of spinal cord injury, um, doing two hours a day, five days a week of intensive rehabilitation for six months to sort of measure what rehabilitation can do for people with long-term injuries. Um, with the aim of one day, you know, having a stem cell treatment that is then complemented with rehabilitation. So it's a, medical research is not a very sort of sexy industry. Um, it's a bit, um, you know, it's a bit sort of uh, behind the scenes sort of stuff, but it's pretty advanced technology that we're aiming to, you know, grow and, and see the technology evolve. Um, but it's good fun. It's interesting. Um, and it sort of brings us together as a community as well. Um, and that's probably where Tom and I have sort of forced our um, friendship and working relationship to say, like, let's do more things together because um, we see the need for people 
not just with foreign views, but with disabilities right across the country. How, how do people get involved to, to support the foundation? To support the foundation, yeah. Um, yeah, we have, um, like I said, different events. We've got a gala event coming up on the Gold Coast in um, a few weeks' time. Um, we normally would do pre-COVID events right across the country, Sydney, Melbourne, um, Brisbane. But um, one of the things we do every year is a thing called Sip Week. We encourage people to, um, like myself, I drink all my beverages through a, a straw, tea, coffee, water, beer, whatever it is, um, or I be drunk through a straw because I don't have the function on my hands or my arms. And um, so we do a, a thing called Sip Week, which allows people to experience what it's like for someone living with a high-level disability. Um, we encourage them to take up the challenge of drinking all the drinks through a straw for one week and then ask you know, friends or families to support that. Um, and it's run every, every, um, every year in September or September, as we like to call it. So, um, yeah, there's, there's many ways to support the foundation. Obviously, you can just go onto our website and read about what we do and then, um, you know, if you feel inclined, make a donation. What's coming up for Cecil Holmes in the future? Come on, I'd like to answer this one for you. Sure. Um, Shane, we're, we're, we're pretty excited because we've, we just finished and took possession of um, 10, place, 10 apartments in Hope Island only a few weeks ago. Um, and so at the moment, we're really, really busy um, working with our applicants to get them placed into that into that accommodation. So I think as of today, we've got three people living in those apartments with another seven to go. And um, the process of helping our applicants and guide them through the NDIS uh, registration process is, is pretty intensive and can be confusing and overwhelming. Um, and some people actually, you know, turn off SDA because they just think it's too hard. And it does look pretty hard when you first consider it. Um, but fortunately, we've got someone working with us, um, Perry and I have a colleague, Brianna Barry, who helps people with that process. So we're really, really busy working with Brianna at the moment, trying to um, guide people through their final registrations and get them moved into our apartment. So um, that's going to take us, I think, keep us pretty busy over the coming months. Um, Palm Beach, the other location that we've talked about before, um, is just about full now. We've got um, six of our seven apartments there we've got one more person due to move in there hopefully very soon so yeah we're in the phase now where we're not building anything at the moment we're just placing our our tenants and our customers into those locations and making sure they're all settled in and their care services you know working the way they need them to so it's a, it's a really exciting time for us and the best part of that Shane, is when we see people moving a smile on their face and the excitement they um, experience when they you know move into their own accommodation, their own home, you know, because it's, you know, it's their place for as long as they want to um, reside there. Um, it's just, you know, for me, it's just been a, um, an amazing experience and, um, you know, we really look forward to doing it for more people um, that have been far too long um, unsupported in the community without accessible accommodation. Is there any age requirement for people to get into the the housing? Yeah, you uh, Tom you might want to answer it. 
Yeah. Well, you've got to be an NDIS participant, Shane. Um, so, um, unfortunately, at the moment, if you're over 65 and you're applying for NDIS for the first time, um, you're not eligible, which is which we think is a shame. Um, if you're under 65 um, and you're eligible for the NDIS, you'd be eligible to apply for the SDA. Um, but typically, the the um, the NDIA are looking for people to put into this scheme who, you know, uh, are in a position where they're uh, old enough not to be living with their families anymore. They're old enough to live independently or on their own without without their parents. So typically, you know, it's people 18 and over and people under 65 is, is who we're looking after the most. Where do people go to find out more information about accessible homes? You can read Perry. Yeah, you can go onto our website. Um, Shane, there's a um, great website that shows our different locations, um, what those locations offer in terms of amenities and all that sort of stuff. But there's also a, a, a part of the website where you can go in throughout your, um, you know, your, your interest in accessible homes and that sort of part of the website will help you to um, detail the information that you need, um, the specific NDOS information. Um, SDA is pretty complicated because obviously um, there are different um, housing criteria or categories within SDA, um, fully accessible, high physical support sort of category. So, um, yeah, we encourage people to, um, to go onto our website and go through the, uh, the form in there that sort of lays out how people can um, make an application. Yeah, that, that website, Shane, in case your listeners want to know what it is, it's an easy one. It's www.accessiblehomes, one word, lowercase, www.accessiblehomes.com.au. And then, as Perry says, there's a contact form, online form on that page. Um, that's a really pretty, it's a simple thing to fill out. Either the the, um, the the participant or the prospective tenant themselves can fill that out or they can get their support coordinator or, or, or care provider or family member to, to fill that out. And they can nominate who they would like us to talk to um, in reply to that, that form. But that form will come directly to us, to Perry and me um, and to Brianna. And um, and that'll give us a little bit more information about um, the person who's applying to tell us what their likely eligibility and suitability would be for our particular model. And then and then we'll we'll give them a call and we'll help start a process from there. Thanks very much for joining me today. I look forward to chatting again in the future. Thanks, Shane. Thanks, Shane. Good on you for doing this podcast. It's a ripper. We've, we've listened to a few of your episodes and we're big fans. So, congratulations. Thank you. Keep up the great work, mate. That was another episode of Disability Talk with Shane. For more episodes, check us out on Spotify or check us a like on socials. Ever wanted to learn how the pros do things in radio? Or how to put together your very own podcast? 
The Radio Voice Radio and Podcast Skills Building Program has been designed specifically for the disability sector, teaching confidence, resilience, commitment and communication skills. And along the way, you'll learn microphone technique, interview skills, script writing for radio, and you'll create and produce your very own podcast. Contact radiovoice.com.au today because you have something to say. Let's hear it.